What's going on, everyone? Welcome back yet again to another special Saturday edition of the Cinema Dado podcast. Bill and Ryan here just got out of seeing Top Gun Maverick. Holy shit. That's all I can say. Yep. Holy shit. This movie lived up to the hype in every possible way. There will be spoilers. So, again, if you don't want to hear any spoilers, you know, stop the podcast now. Go, believe me, check out the movie. See it in IMAX. See it in IMAX if you can. And definitely come back and check out the rest of the episode. But yeah, this movie was phenomenal. It every hype, all the hype that you've heard about this, you know, hearing like high, you know, critic scores for this, believe me. They are right on point. Finally, the critics seem to have gotten this one right somehow because this film is absolutely breathtaking the way it looks, the way it's acted, the way it sounds. It will leave you on the edge of your seat all the way up to the very end. You don't know which way it's going to go. And yeah, right. What what did you think? As I do that nice, you know, exhale, yeah. because uh, I'm telling you, Bill. Sometimes you, you 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 come out of out of the theater after seeing such a such a great film. It's 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 more than just a film. It's it's an experience. You know, it's it's. it's I remember when he first released this trailer, like two two to three years ago when it was originally slated to be released in 2020, you know, it, it, when you have something that's hyped up for so long, you know, you always ask yourself, is it going to live up to the hype? And I'm speechless at this point. I really am. You know, you, you, when you're doing a film, a follow-up to something that's been, you know, in the public consciousness for decades, such as Top Gun, you know, there's always going to be some level of doubt. You're like, there's no way they can do that again. But let me say, they absolutely nailed it. And then some, from the script to the performances, to the to the to the flight um, to the flight sequences, to the cinematography, the score, to the homages to the original. This film, from the ground up, I would say. I'm not, I'm not usually one who gives a 10 out of 10 rating, but I think so far, this for me is a 10 out of 10. Agreed. This, this, is, a, Agreed. this is a rare example. Yeah. Um, definitely, I, I, I know we haven't even reached the halfway point of the year yet, but I would say this is definitely one of the top releases of 2022 so this far. This is my movie of the year so far. Yeah. This is absolutely my top film of the year. Right? You know, Doctor I would say Doctor Strange was definitely that was a top one, but this surpassed Doctor Strange. Um absolutely my top film right now of the year. And like Ryan said, definitely it's it's a 10 out of 10. It, it, Tom Cruise, we were just talking about it before we started the podcast. Tom Cruise should get nominated. Yeah. I believe for his acting in this film. And I mean, believe me, the acting was the acting was great by everybody. Miles Teller was great as Rooster, the son of Goose, and it just I, I'm still taken back just by just how great this film was, you know. After so, like Ryan said, you know, being put on the shelf for the last few years because of you know because of COVID and everything, and it finally coming out, you know, will it live up to that hype? It absolutely did. Mm-hmm. It absolutely did. Um, any, I mean, what did, what did you think, Ryan? As far as I mean, again, we're we're talking spoilers here anyway. We know that Val Kilmer's in this film. This, so let's skip ahead right to that. We'll, we'll we'll backtrack a little bit, but 
go to like that the scene with Val Kilmer. Because Val Kilmer, I'm not set it up for you, right? Just so that people kind of have an idea. Right. Val Kilmer, he's basically he's an admiral, right? He's become the he's an admiral, and, you know, he's a naval uh, naval admiral, and. You know, Tom Cruise, again, through the years, he's gotten himself into trouble because you know, he's a maverick. So that's he's always getting himself into trouble. Times that he should be kicked out and just not allowed to fly anymore. You know, Iceman, Val Kilmer, you know, he has always pulled for him and, and brought him back and helped him out. So there's a touching moment where, um, you know, you get to see the interaction between Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise one last time in this film. And that whole scene... Well, I'll let you take the rest of it. Well, just like, just that moment was just, it was special, very special. It was a very special moment. You know, it was very tasteful the way they they wrote it and the way they shot it. You know, with um, Val Kilmer, as we all know, unfortunately, his health is he's had some health issues over the last few years to the point where he's, I don't think he's he's able to speak anymore on his own. And um, they 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 wrote it out where you know like they. The character, you know, Iceman, he's 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 sick and uh, with a similar ailment, and uh, you know things aren't going well for him. It's pretty much the end for him. So they have this they have this nice scene between him and Maverick, and you know, they're talking. And, you know, like he he's using the computer to to write out what he's what he's what he wants to say. And there's this one moment, you know, like up until this point, you know, like. Maverick, he's, he's he's conflicted, you know, with letting uh, with letting Rooster, played by Miles Teller, um, in, in a sense, reach his the potential he can. He's he, he doesn't want to see what happened to Goose happen to Rooster. So there's a moment where Iceman he says, "Let it go. It's time to let it go." And the the the, the camera it has a nice close up of Cruz, of Maverick and Cruz in this moment. You know, it, it's 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 sometimes it's, it's one of those things where you know you always you you tend to forget how good of an actor Tom Cruise is. Over the past couple of decades, he's his 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 role as a as an action star, as one who pushes the boundaries for uh, for filmmaking, and as an action uh, performer, have kind of taken center stage, no doubt due to Mission the Mission Impossible franchise, other roles. But you always you, you tend to forget just how good of dramatic actor that man has always been right from the get-go and it's just you know you see his tear his eyes getting red he's tearing up and just, it was in a film that you know emphasizes grandiose flight sequences and just action you know to have this little tender moment for him between these two men it's one it's it's it's, it's a moment that is deeply grounded in just powerful acting by these two men especially tom cruise and it, it it's 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 it acts as like a send off um between these two characters and it's it's Thinking back a little bit, this film is like a send-off in a way to the older generations in a way. To that, to like uh, the uh, the movie star's heyday, so to speak, to the Tom Cruise era. There's actually a moment earlier in the film where, um, you know, 
Tom Cruise is getting reprimanded by Ed Harris's character, who's an admiral. And he's like, you know, it's, it's, it's Ed, Ed Harris's character says something along the lines of, you know, it's time to pack it in, you know, like the days of like your days, like done something like that. And Maverick says, not today. And that, that, that was a moment that really got me. I mean, I was born in 86. I was born at the hate at, 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 at like top, top gun, the originals, like heyday when it was first released. And, you know, to see like this generation of Tom Cruise's generation of actors, you know, getting to that age where they're, 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 they're getting older and not able to maybe do the things that they were once able to do, you know, you have this film overall as like a, um, a send off to that. And this scene in particular between Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer is there's, like, and there's Tom Cruise riding by on his motorcycle right oh, now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just like a it's just like a it's a moment that celebrates that. Celebrate what that generation of actors and filmmakers even were able to do for the industry and for society in general. So it's just I kinda ramble. It's it's sometimes it's hard for me to like get into put into words. Especially just out of coming out of the theater scene. It's hard for me to put into words just what it is I'm trying to say. So I'm hoping I'm conveying my thoughts clearly. If I'm not, I apologize. But it's just, just that scene. It's just, I got teared up in it. It was just, and it wasn't the only time where I teared up throughout the film. And, uh, you teared up during the football scene too. Which oh, is like a call back to the volleyball scene. I did, you know. It's it's. I'm comfortable enough with my masculinity to admit, you know, I'll tear up here and there when a when the when a moment hits me, and it's just. I mean, obviously, I mean, this is the podcast. You know, we're, you know, you can't see us or anything like that. But I had to tell Ryan, like, right, put your shirt back on, stop tanning yourself <laughs> up during the. You know, come on, stop oiling yourself up and tan yourself up. The film is going. People are getting. You know, people are watching. You look. They're getting distracted from the film. Come on. I, 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 I tried. And of course, it was more had to do with my, my, you know, it was a dark theater and I'm a pale guy. So, you know, that the, the, the paleness really radiated throughout the theater. So, you know, <laughs> it's, unfortunately, I don't, I don't tan like those guys. Maybe, maybe if I just moved to Southern California, maybe it'd be a bit different, yeah. but. Can. That was a call. See. Nice. That was a cool call back though. Oh, to the original. You know, instead of playing, they're playing football instead of volleyball. Oh yeah. But it was cool. You know, I, I definitely, I enjoyed it. I mean, the film. Basically starts off with like Tom Cruise. I, I, he had the a government contract. Looks like to get this stealth fighter up to uh, what ten Gs, right? Or a mock or mock ten, mock ten, mock ten. Yeah. So and Ed Harris shows up. He's gonna pull their contract and everything, saying, "Listen, you've only been able to get up to Mach nine. You the deal was for ten. So Tom Cruise, of course, doing what Maverick does best. He just jumps right in the plane and he goes against the wishes of everyone and goes and he breaks. Mach 10, which leads us to a very funny scene with him going into a diner <laughs> after his plane obviously has crashed and everything. But just it's just it's done so well. And of course he's reprimanded for that and he gets called back to, you know, being an instructor in Top Gun because there is a special mission. Now again, the stakes are raised much higher in this one than what they were in the first one. Um, a group of Pilots, the best of the best, as they call them, are called in to go on to fly this mission. Take out basically, it's um, I think they're like a, it's a 
chemical fact or a nuclear war? It was uh, they were they were creating their. Uh, it was a I think it was uranium plant or something. Okay, yeah, it was an illegal. Uranium. No, yeah, uranium, yeah. Uh, uranium plant. So Tom Cruise is the instructor for this you know this group of people. And, you know, he has to train them to go and do this. John Hamm is basically, he's in charge now. He's playing the role of basically what Tom Skerritt would have been playing in the first, in the first, in the first film. Now he's taking over playing, you know, he's like the main guy here. And, uh, you know, obviously him, he does not, he's not a fan of Maverick. You know, he, he makes that very, very apparent early on that it's Iceman. That's why he's here. If he had his way, he'd be grounded and never fly again. So Tom Cruise, you know, great scene. He's brought in. Before that, though, he, uh, you know, we we get our first glimpse of this crew of pilots that are brought in. Um, they're at this bar that's run by Jennifer Connelly, who's the love interest in the film for Tom Cruise. Um, obviously, they they had they knew each other from I guess you know previous years. That was never never hinted at in the you know in the original film. Her character never was never in that film, but you know, obviously replacing Kelly McGillis from the first film. Yeah. But with this one, you know. These pilots, they see Tom Cruise, they're calling an old-timer, and, you know, the next day, a la Kelly McGillis, when she shows up in the first film, after Tom Cruise hits on her, now these guys, they finally see that, oh, crap, you know, the per- the guy that we were just busted on at the bar, that he's our instructor. <laughs> of course, he takes the instruction book for the, you know, for the, for their, uh, for the uh, plane, and he just tosses it in the dumpster. Like, no, like, this is how you're going to do, you know, we're going to learn it this way. And it's, it's good. It's go, it just goes from there, which again, we're not going to go. Obviously, like Ryan was saying, there you know there is there is a um, history between Rooster and Maverick. Maverick kind of kept Rooster at the wishes of his of Rooster's mother mm-hmm. to go and keep you know pull his papers earlier on you know years prior, trying to you know she did not want him to be a pilot. But he never knew that. Maverick never told him he didn't want him to regret, you know, regret or have any, you know, resentment, resentment towards, his towards his mother or anything like that. So he took the hit for himself. And you know, I thought that was that was a touching again, another touching scene. The scenes with Jennifer Connelly and Tom Cruise talking, like him telling her, her that story. They're Don't done, give me that look. Yeah, they're what done. Look? Yeah, they're done well. <laughs> they're just they're. She's a great actress. She's, oh, yeah. She really is oh, a great yeah. actress. And I mean, honestly, I think she's better than Kelly McGillis. Any, I mean, acting wise, I, I think her acting's a lot better. Um, again, that's just my opinion, but she's definitely one who's gotten a lot better over the years too. And you know, um, but again, you know, he told her this story about you know with, with Rooster, so she completely understands that. Now, flash forward, you know, a little bit more into the film. We're gonna we're gonna leave out some things. We're not gonna spoil every little thing, um, but. We, there does get there gets to be a point where their time that they need to be able to pull this mission off is lowered. So Tom Cruise, yeah, he's he's pushing them as hard as he can, and of course, you know, again, John Hamm, you know, them butting heads. Maverick is pulled from the mission, but in typical Maverick fashion, he finds a way to prove himself that he should. You know, not just train these kids, but he winds up getting put into the mission as the team leader in this. Then we start getting a little further into the, you know, Tom Cruise, you know, he goes to see Jennifer Connelly, tells her about, you know, that he's going to be the team leader. You kind of get a sense that Tom Cruise is not coming back from, yeah, they, from uh, this mission. They really, they, they, the, the way they set, it, they set it up, they, it really could have gone either way at that point. Yeah. As an audience member. Yeah. 
But no, yeah. Do we want to? Do we want to spoil that part too, right? Do we really want to say what happens? Well, I mean, I, mean, like, I guess if you've gotten this far if into you've gotten it, this far, that means you've tech. Obviously, you've already seen the movie, so we are not liable for any disappointment you feel for being <laughs> spoiled. So don't even try well, to do anything. Don't it definitely, it, it definitely leads you in either direction of which of what's going to happen. There are yeah. definitely there are a few fake outs. Basically, you're like, this oh, is going to yeah. be it. This is going to be it. Nope, didn't happen now. Oh, this is going to be it. But basically, he what happens is he has to pick his wingman. He picks Rooster to be his wingman. Now, unlike Goose, he's not riding in in the uh, pilot seat. With, you know, with with Tom Cruise. So I have to find whether well, they're flying F eight F eighteens in this one, right? Is that what they're flying? I think it's an F eight. I think it's an F eighteen that they're flying. I think in. The, the the enemy. Uh had F-18s. Okay. And they they were saying how, like, they whatever they were flying was, like, no match. For what for, the enemy was going to be. what the enemy was. Yeah. So they only had a limited time to be able to get in and, you know, window of opportunity to get this done. So, you know, again, Tom Cruise, we think he's going to bite the bullet. There's a couple of times where we think it's going to happen. But again, he's Tom freaking Cruise. It's not going to happen. You know, just when we think, you know, his plane goes down, we think that's going to be it. Um, but even when the plane went down, I'm like, okay, there's not, they're not showing that he died. So come on, something happened. And then, of course, you know, he survives and who comes back to save him when it, when he's told not to and to go back to the ship? Rooster. Rooster pulls a Maverick, does not obey orders, and he goes <laughs> back and, to save him. But his plane winds up getting shot down. So now the two of them are on a run, getting to this runway that they, they had just been bombed of this uh, uranium plant. Now they have to find a way to get off of the, you know, get away and get back to the aircraft carrier. And what do they see? An F-14. Nice F-14. A nice F-14, reminiscent of the original film. And, of course, there's a lot of, you know, some jokes there. Rooster saying, this thing can't fly. This thing's ancient. It's a museum quality thing. It's not. And Tom Cruise, you know, he has to get back in the cockpit and take off on this thing. But it's just, it's great. There's even a, a moment towards the end, like the very, very end where you're like, okay, they're not going to make it. Like this, like this is it. Like they're able to dodge, you know, be able to take out these two other fighters that they shouldn't be able to in an F fourteen. But Tom Cruise, being the pilot, obviously he's able to pull that off. But there's one other plane that's left that they did not know about, and you think it's going to be it. That they think that they're going to, it's going to be the end. But no, you know, almost like the character of Hangman, he's almost like the Iceman of this film. Yeah, you definitely get that 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 feel, and. You know, he comes in and, you know, of course, he saves the day at the, yep. ver- at the very end. So it's just, it's great. And the very, the way it ended with, you know, just, it's all of them, you know, just like the first film with them all like celebrating on the deck of the carrier. But either way the film began, it was, it started off just like. Oh, yeah. Just like the original film, even playing Danger Zone. Yep. Yep. Had the nice title card explaining uh, Top Gun. Yep. A, little, a little updated because in the original it only referenced the uh, the men, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, now it said the men and women. Now it yep. says men and women, so yep. that was yeah. that was a nice update. Yeah. And then um, and the actress that was in this film playing Phoenix, I thought she was good too. She was pretty good. Yeah, yeah she was good. Yeah, no, before. no, but she was she was good. So they definitely was updated with that, and but the whole the whole thing at the beginning when they're showing you know with the with the you know the um, beginning you know sound that you know how the film starts. Very reminiscent of the first film that it yeah. kicks into Log- uh, Kenny Loggins. And I was you know, very glad. Zone. You know, I, I, was t- I was telling Bill yesterday, you know, I was I was afraid that they were going to play Danger Zone, but it was not going to be the original Kenny Loggins version. It was going to end up being some, like, butchered, horrible cover performed by, like, Billie Eilish or some shit. So, <laughs> luckily, <laughs> that was not the case. But they did not do that. No, they didn't do that. They followed through, brought in the Loggins, 
and they knocked it out with with Danger Zone. The only thing is, we did not get Take Your Breath Away. No, we but did we did get, get but we did get Lady Gaga at the very end. That that was a, that was that was a good song. And I like she, that one. yeah, she's she's, she's pretty good. I think she's going. I I would I would bet that she's going to get nominated for a song for for the Academy next year for yeah. an Oscar. I think she. I think that song "Hold My Hand" is going to be up there because it's definitely. I mean, "Take My Breath Away" is still classic. But I think this one's pretty darn good. And her vocals are just outstanding. She's just an amazing, amazing vocal talent. But this, but again, the, the, everything was good. The acting, you know, when it, you know they popped some comedy in there when they had to be funny. You know, they the, the drama was great. Um, you know, the action, again, the action was awesome. It was just awesome. The way, it, and it's like we we're saying, see it in IMAX. This thing sounds and looks awesome. Like oh, the seats that Ryan was able to get for us, smack dab in the middle. And man, you feel the vibration from those planes taking off, man. Those jets are just it's awesome. Really, really I am awesome. I actually want I want to go and live out in the Mojave Desert now. Just after <laughs> seeing that film. You wanna get it you wanna get a nice little leather jacket. Oh yeah. Get a motorcycle like Tom Cruise. Oh yeah. You know. But yeah, definitely go see this one. Um like I said, hopefully you didn't listen to this and have yourself, you know, have it spoiled for you because it's definitely one that you should see. Go in blind. Don't read any, you know, I didn't read any kind of reviews on it or anything like that. Yeah, I just heard it was good and that, that, was, yep, yep. that was it. And obviously, don't listen to this podcast before. Y- yeah, you know. But it was just, it was great. I, it was absolutely, it was, I, I, Again, ten out of ten. I was thinking maybe you know I was hoping for our best maybe be maybe like at least eight and a half out of ten. But man, no, a ten out of ten day one purchase. This will be as soon as it, it's already up for pre order. So yep, Ryan's I already got a pre order. I think I'm gonna have to put mine in very soon too. <laughs> but this definitely was. The, I would say this for me. I would say this, then Multiverse of Madness, and then. I'm going to say The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent and then The Batman. Hmm. I would put I would put this for me just a this one's top top so far. Then um then I would say The Batman. Then I would say Doctor Strange. Then I would say Unbearable Weight. Then all the way at the very very bottom at the garbage is Men. What Moonfall? Oh shit! Okay, so <laughs> men is the ha- men is the halfway point because I actually did have some aesthetic uh, salvation to it. Okay. Moonfall is like in the garbage barrel that you you <laughs> cannot toss away quick enough. <laughs> uh. Oh man! But yeah, definitely go see Top Gun. You will not be disappointed, and hopefully, you know, if you hear us saying that, you've already seen it. So, and yeah. we were we went to an eleven. This was eleven o'clock. Uh, showing that we went to see mm-hmm. that place was freaking packed. Yeah, so was. this film is going to do a boatload of money over this weekend. I I would be very surprised if it didn't. Yeah, you figure also op- it opened at a nice prime spot. You know, open Memorial Day weekend had no competition. You know, yeah. it's been a couple weeks since Doctor Strange was released. You know, it's we still have a couple more weeks till like the next big release. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion is released, so it's 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 got some it's got some breathing room here. It's got some time to. Uh, Make some nice figures, and I, I think Tom, he, he probably, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a hand in that, because you know, as, as a producer, you know, you, you're going to want to have like a, I'm assuming you're going to have a say in like in terms of like release strategy. Yeah. So like, well, I think this was, I mean, I think because originally it was like supposed to be around like Christmas, I think. Yeah, December back of the like, original. Yeah, I think this works out better for Memorial Day. Yeah, it seems like a Memorial Day type of film. 
to go see. A big summer. I mean, yes, Doctor Strange was at the beginning of the month. I'm going to say this was like this was like the real kickoff for the summer. Yeah. This yeah. really was. This was a summer blockbuster. Yeah, pretty sure uh, Memorial Day is like the, uh, the kick the kick, the kickoff yeah. for that. And I'm going to say it though, I mean, as much as I love this film in a 10 out of 10, I think this is where it needs to stop. I don't think I don't think we need to revisit Ma- uh, Maverick and Top nah. Gun again. I think this was the perfect, absolute perfect send off for this character, the way it ended. Absolutely perfect. I would not go and ask for another film. Nah, it's so. like um, it, it reminds me of like um, not sure if you saw him, Bill, but the uh, Blade Runner and then t- Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yep. It was a uh, it was a sequel that you know definitely. It definitely held its own, you know, one that was released like more than thirty years after the original, and it's 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 it's, it's really good to see that happen. Yeah, you know, you, you obviously they're they're taken on by different filmmakers, yeah. but you know, by filmmakers who have like their own vision, they but also the the love of the original. Yeah, and it was just but unlike Blade Runner twenty forty nine, this is gonna make a lot of money. Is that one? Yeah, that good, one sadly a really did good, not. A, a very good film, but just did not. Nope. It didn't get the push marketing wise that it should have got, and I just, I don't know. Even with Blade Runner, it's a very even though it's a, it's a cult a, classic. It's a cult classic, but it's one of those films that it's just not for everybody. And even when the original was released, it bombed. If I remember correctly, yeah, it so. did. So you know, you get a sequel to a bomb. Yeah. You know, and luckily, but, you know, it did well enough that you know it got the need to direct uh, Dune in its eventual follow-up. Yeah, so that yeah. that'll be good. Yeah. So definitely go see Top Gun Maverick. Ryan us, Ryan and me, we came out. We both felt the need for speed. Did you know? Again, people kept looking at Ryan, saying, "Stop oiling up, man! Stop oiling up!" You know, I'd, and I'd then he, and then he comes out of the theater. He's like, "Who wants to play volleyball?" I was like, right, there's no nets around. We're not playing volleyball right now. It's, not, got, it's not gonna happen. I'm sporting my sunglasses right now. They're not aviators, but you know, they're 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 not even close, but they're they're still good. They're still good. Yeah. So yeah, look for us on our you know, our regular time for the podcast, Monday or Tuesday. And but yeah, it's a great little special episode to put out, you know, talking about Top Gun Maverick. Everyone, enjoy the rest of your Memorial Day weekend. We'll catch you next week in another episode. See ya. Bye bye.